Well, hello and welcome again to China Church Plant. This is your host, Adam Walls, and I've got John Walls with me again. As we discussed before in a previous podcast, we are planning a trip to the country of Taiwan. My wife and I, being missionaries to the country of Taiwan, will be leaving on October 30th, and we are planning uh, to bring a group of young people with us to come and, and to help out and, uh, with some things that John is going to be doing while in Taiwan. And so... Leaving on October 30th, we have a couple questions for those of you who are interested or maybe not even interested yet. This might be the first time you're hearing about it, so I just wanted to, to bring it up and see what uh, what comes of uh, through this podcast, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, John, first question that we have for you is: Why should a young guy or girl consider coming to Taiwan in October? Well, I think the mission field is where. The majority of the church's call is towards. Um, if your Christian life has only seen uh, pews and just this side of the world, then you're really missing out on the greatest part of what the church is even here for. And so every Christian should consider, especially young people should consider, serving God in a greater way. And one of the ways to open your eyes to those possibilities is to see the need on the mission field yourself and especially when you have a missionary family or a missionary on the field that's willing to, to host you as you come and, and provide a trip for you. In our, um, in our thinking, we're using these trips as an investment and in our young people an investment and our yoke fellows uh, to encourage them to simply obey God's will and uh, have their hearts more in tune to God's heart. All right. And another reason that you should consider coming to Taiwan is because Ashley and I will probably be having close to 15 bags that we need to carry ourselves, and I need someone to carry those bags. <laughs> uh, that is semi of a joke, but semi true. Um, so the next question for about this trip is, what will it what will it cost, and what does the cost cover? Well, we're shooting for twenty five hundred dollars per person, and that will cover absolutely everything during the trip. The only thing that you would bring yourself would just be you know, extra spending money. Um, but we've already included the plane tickets, the hotels, the transportation while you're there, all of the food, and some of the activities that we'll be doing. And so for uh, eight days, $2,500 will cover one person. Okay. And so if you're wanting some like souvenirs or something from night markets, uh, then probably bring a little extra cash with you for that. Right. Okay. Awesome. Uh, and then, so we have a, another question that would be, uh, what will we be doing when we get there? So when, we're, when, when we get off the plane and we'll be arriving in at Saturday night, the, the next couple of days, what, what will it look like for us? And I know it's given to change a little bit, but what's the, the big idea of what we'll be doing? Well, we've got it figured out where you'll be arriving on a Saturday evening and so you'll be you'll be exhausted from the trip for sure uh, but you'll get there and you'll go straight to your hotel and it'll be it'll be a comfortable place you don't have to worry about that uh, and then it'll be a place where you can get some rest and then we'll wake up and then you'll join us for church and right now uh, we have one church plant that's being turned over to a national pastor However, if we're talking October 30th, and Lord willing, we're, we're hoping to see two more baby church plants uh, begun by that time. So we may split the team up, or we may keep everybody together. Those details haven't been worked out yet. But either way, you'll be in church Sunday morning, uh, and you, um, 
we'll do as much as we can uh, in English. Uh, several of our guys speak English, and so we can uh, we'll obviously have translators for everything. Uh, but that would be your first day, and then the next day after that, we'll begin uh, evangelizing. We'll have days where we evangelize areas that we want to start churches in. And so by that time, Lord willing, we'll have two churches that are just beginning. And so you'll be able to help them through uh, door tagging or talking to people. There will be folks that you meet that will want to practice their English on you. And so you'll have the opportunity to speak English to some people, even give the gospel to them and invite them to a special event that we would like to have the very evening of the day we go evangelizing. And so a lot of the stuff that we hand out will have an invitation to a gospel sing that evening and so we'll work for uh, those morning hours um, and then we'll invite people and then Lord willing we'll have a gospel sing and some preaching that evening and then uh, the next following days we can follow up on some of them but we plan to have a work day followed by a rest day and so nobody gets too exhausted by uh, working every day and so we will we'll be working but we will have days where they're a little more touristy in their efforts, but uh, not just to take a vacation. We'll be taking you to places where you will see people. And so one of the locations is the largest monastery in Asia. And so you'll get to see, that's a Buddhist monastery, so you'll get to see that. And it's it's quite a, it's, it's a breathtaking place, mm -hmm. uh, but it's a dark place. Another place we'll take you to is, is on the mountain that overlooks our city. And so on one side of the mountain, you will literally see three million people in front of you going about their daily business. And on the other side of the mountain, you will see uh, the grave sites of where those people will be in just a few years. And we'll stroll among the grave sites, and they'll look different to you, but you'll notice there's no Christian crosses. Um, you'll see their names, and you'll see what age they were when they passed away. And we'll use those opportunities to encourage you and, and to challenge you about missions and then challenge you about the greater picture of people dying and going to hell um, and all throughout the trip you'll be accompanied by uh, men and women who have been one to the Lord and and uh, in the time of our ministry and so especially these full-time men that we have been talking about uh, we would like to have you be around them as much as possible uh, they will preach to you every morning uh, not real long, but we'll, before we start the day, they will meet you at the hotel as we eat for breakfast. And then before we leave, each one will share his own testimony of how he came to Christ. Uh, but their goal is to encourage you and to challenge you uh, to do something greater for God, just like they're doing, just like the decision they made when they deserved to serve Jesus. And so it is an investment on our end uh, into you. And so um, we don't want people to think that this is a trip so much to help the missionaries, and I know that many people coming would have that heart. But our heart is to help you and to invest in you and to invest in the future generation of God's mission. Wonderful. Well, that, that should make you just want to go right there. Uh, but, you know, <clears throat> we have to also ask some very important questions. And the next question is, well, what is the kind of food that we'll be eating <laughs> while we're in Taiwan? Well, Stir-fried cockroaches <laughs> is a favorite. Hey, man. No. <laughs> 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 Anybody that was just interested is now off. They <laughs> just turned it off. <laughs> well, uh, because we want people to be comfortable, uh, you know, so we won't be trying any experimental foods. Uh, 
uh, we'll have, you know, there's Subways there, there's McDonald's there, there's the, the comfort things. Uh, we will go to a few uh, fancier sit-down type restaurants, uh, which is good Chinese food, Chinese food that we've um, already experimented with, and so <laughs> we know that it's, it's, it's good. And so um, we want you to experience that, but also be comfortable too, so you don't have to spend half your trip in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, for, for clarity's sake, the, the Chinese food that we think about here in the United States, is it a lot like that in Taiwan? Not at all. Okay, well then they, that should help you out yeah, and not, so not with you, your fear. Yeah, when I say Chinese food, if you think a buffet, then um, that's not at all what uh, you'll experience in Taiwan or in China for that matter. Chinese food is, is way better than what you get in a buffet here in the States. Okay, great. And just to be on the the safe side for those that are like really, really just terrified and absolutely won't touch anything whatsoever, um, are there other American foods that we can have our comfort, you know, our comfort foods oh, if yeah. we get to Taiwan? Get your McDonald's and your KFC, and they just had a Burger King open up, and uh, they got a Subway there. And so, and even uh, you go to a grocery market, and you'll see several things that you'll recognize right away. Okay, so there, you're not going to lose 50 pounds if you come because you're starving yourself to death. That's <laughs> that's good. Uh, all right, well, just a couple more questions here. Um, for us that are, that are coming, the group that will be coming in October, how can we best help you once we get there and i know you you already mentioned that you would like to invest in those that are coming to the trip and that's that's great that's fantastic but how how can we prepare ourselves and our minds and um and the best way we can to stay not necessarily out of your way but not get into your way while you're trying to do your work and how can we best help you along that i'll say the one single thing that a group could do would be to encourage the taiwanese young people who are church planting, who are interns. These are the full-time young people who have given their life to Christ, and they're giving their, they're giving their life to Christ to serve Him in a country where nobody else is doing it at their age. And so their only source of comfort and encouragement uh, comes from the, their own community of believers here in Taiwan. And so a handful of people that have been saved and, and won to the Lord in the last couple of years or so, they all were previously Buddhist or previously pagan, and that's where they get the majority of their comfort and encouragement. And so this is an opportunity for some Christians uh, from the States that may be, you know, you may have been Christian all your life, and uh, and this you're meeting some baby Christians who are in a process to serve the Lord, and so this is your chance to encourage them. So, um it might be better to say what not to do. Don't don't come with a judgmental attitude. If you if you see some Taiwanese Christians who aren't acting a certain way, you think they should act. Um, don't be judgy against them, but be encouraging to them. Treat them like you would your own son or daughter, and and encourage them. But I think the opposite will be the case. I think you will find that their testimonies will be encouragement to you. Wonderful. And the last question is, what would you like us to get from this trip? Uh, you, you mentioned a little bit with the first question that we asked, but what would be the main thing that you'd like us to take home when we get on the plane, we're heading back to the States, and what I... When I say we, I mean y'all, because I'm not going back. I'm, <laughs> I worked hard, and I'm going to be staying there. <laughs> but what would you like them to grab from this trip before they or when they leave? I think our desire is for you to leave with a burning desire to serve God in a greater way. 
for you to leave thinking that whatever amount of time that you have left in this world, that you will want to spend it to the uttermost for the glory of God and to see souls saved and for God to use you in a greater way than you have been planning yourself. Uh, I believe that most of us never truly grasp uh, just how much God wants to use us in his plans and how great of the things that he wants to do. And so uh, our, uh, our hope is for you to come and hear testimonies of these young men and, and see a great need before you, but also see a pathway to, to ministry, a pathway to being used of God in a great way, and then take that home and spread it around. And then this way we can, uh, we can invest in the future generations of God's laborers. All right. Well, that's all the questions I have for John today, and I hope you really enjoyed it. I hope you'll consider taking that trip with us. Uh, it'll be one that changes your life forever. I remember the first time I went to Taiwan, it really did change my life forever. I went as just an evangelist that was uh, preaching at schools, and then all of a sudden the Lord said, Hey, what about you? What are you going to do for the rest of your life? And so that's that's how the Lord got a hold of my and Ashley's heart to become missionaries to the country of Taiwan. So we hope you enjoyed it, uh, John. If they have any questions for you, how would they how would they contact you? Best way to contact us would be by email. Uh, we have a cell phone, but as soon as we leave the United States, that will no longer be working. And our email is our last name W A L Z, and then in China, so walls in China at gmail.com. Or a simpler one that we use for our church is compassbaptist at gmail.com. All right, that's great. And if you are considering taking this trip and you would like more information uh, to be given, you can contact me at reachingtaiwan at gmail.com. Reachingtaiwan at gmail.com is how you can contact me, and I will be getting you all the information that you need. And if I don't know the answers to your questions, then I will contact John and be the middleman. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed the podcast, and we're looking forward to hearing from you next time. <laughs>